Welcome to our podcast where we talk about sexuality. Brenda and I are here to shed some light on so many topics of sexuality because we feel it's not talked about enough. Podcast 106, LGBTQ. Now, this one was, a, I would say a scary one, somewhat skeptical. Uh, we did like stall on this one for a while just because... Um, and all positive to, you know, the LGBTQ, we were kind of like being super respectful about this group yeah, of people. I agree. Which I consider, you know, normal people like us. You know, I don't even like to use that term of the LGBTQ because who cares what they want or what their preference, sexual preference is. I just feel like to me, they're regular people and they will forever have you know, the same respect and I will hold them up to that respect forever. But it was it was um kind of scary for me to talk about this topic because I know how sensitive it is with our community. Um, you know, the whole lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer topic. And it could be very, you know I think to me it's scary. What do you think, Brenda? Well thank you for having me, Diane. And I'm just gonna I'm just going to give some definitions on what those letters stand for. Um, First and foremost, we're not here to bash anybody. We're not here to talk about them or um, do anything to make them feel less of who they are. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. First and foremost is the L, the lesbian. Those are women who, uh, like other women... And the G is for gay. That is usually for man and woman. Someone who likes the same sex. Transgender. Well, hold on. Let me go back to the B, which is bisexual. Bisexual is actually having romantic attraction, sexual attraction, or sexual behavior toward both males and females, or romantic or sexual attraction of people of any sex or gender identity. This latter aspect is sometimes termed pansexuality, which we're not going to dwell all into that, because that's <laughs> a little bit too deep yeah. for everybody. We're just going to continue on. Um, the next letter is T, which is transgender. Transgender is an umbrella term for people whose gender identity differs from what is typically associated with the sex they were assigned at birth. It is sometimes abbreviated to trans. And the also another T, which again, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but transsexual. Experience a gender identity inconsistent or not culturally associated with the sex they were assigned at birth. Um, Our next one is Q, which is queer or questioning. And that is questioning of one's gender, sexual identity, sexual orientation, or all three is a process of exploration by people who may be unsure, still exploring, or concerned about applying a social label to themselves for various reasons. Now, with this community, um, they want to be treated just like everyone else. As they should. Yeah. As they should. But there is a difference. There's a big difference, even though um, we want, you know, see them as the same. You know, the fact that the world treats them different. 
right. separates them or it already, you know, brings up that wall so that we treat them different. Um, I love the fact that they have their own flag. I love that. Mm-hmm. Again, that also goes back to them being separated from us. You know, like why the flag? But mm-hmm. I love that. I love the whole, you know, gay pride flag. To me, it's a, it's a positive. But still in all, it instills that they are different from us. And like kids are growing up and they're seeing that, you know. Right. Well, now they call this community the, the rainbow community. Mm. And that is what describes them. See, community, you're already, mm-hmm. like, separating them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like that separation, but... Um... Well, you know what? Years ago, they were called less nicer names than, than what they're called now. So every day and all the time, each year, they're evolving into more and being more accepted as normal people, per yeah. se. Per se. Also, with this LGBTQ, there are also... A few more letters in there. Like I said, we're not going to go all into the definitions of, of each and every one. But I'm going to name a few more of them, which is a two-spirit. Two-spirit is... Um, that is used by in, in um, North America's... North Americans. Queer, of course, that goes along with questioning. Intersex, that is... Also, um, that's getting more into science with chromosomes and genital parts. Uh, asexual, which is non-sexuality or the lack of sexual attraction to anyone. Allie. Allie is a person who considers themselves a friend to the LGBTQ community. I didn't know community. Yes. Pansexual, agender, genderqueer, bigender, gender variant, and pangender. All of these have somewhat of the same definition as what we already know, but it goes more into depth of like feminine, femininity and masculinity and the respect of someone feeling like they not they were not of what they were born of. Like if they were right. born a male, they really don't feel like that and they want to be identified as, as one of these. And that is real because in my family, I have family members. I have, my sister's a lesbian, proud too. I wouldn't have her any other way, to be honest. And I have gay cousins and, you know, I know transgender too. And it's real. Like that's how they're born because a lot of people want to, some people, you know, have said in the past like, oh, all they need is God and, you know, it's not even about a religion thing. It's like they're really born this way. They are born trapped in the wrong body. I've witnessed it. You know, and that's why, like, I treat them with the utmost respect. Because to me, at least when it comes to the whole LGBTQ um, group, I think the transgenders have it the hardest, if you come think, you think about so? it. Absolutely. I know that there has they have been attacked and, you know, killed for being who they are which is a damn shame but being a transgender is really really hard like can you imagine that like being born the wrong body and you having to struggle each and every day with changing you know who you are and dressing up like let's say you're a man dressing up like a woman that must be really hard you Mm -hmm. know and that's why sometimes they they want to isolate themselves from the regular community and they have gay clubs and all that because they want to feel accepted and two, in this community, we have a lot of um, people committing suicide yes. um, because they, they're not being accepted or they are ashamed 
or they're they're often they're, discriminated they're, as well. They're just um, they're just people who aren't understood, right? So they feel in left out per mm-hmm. se and. Just in the wrong time. They cannot the dress how they and... feel. They can't like, well, they do it, but they're, they're, you know, often being criticized and being looked at and being, and can you imagine? Like, I think I understand them. Like some of them, some of the gays that act very flamboyant, they have like attitudes sometimes and they're very like quick to attack, but I don't blame them. They're always getting attacked and always being discriminated and always being like less respected because of how they how they act and, and that's who they are actually mm-hmm. and to me that's just that's just plain old discrimination like and that's why they isolate themselves so much too from the regular community because they do feel different mm-hmm. but we shouldn't treat them that way mm-hmm. we shouldn't treat them that way because they're regular people and who they decide to love is nobody's business mm-hmm. You know, if they want to wear a pink shirt, if they want to wear a crop top, who are they hurting? They're not killing anybody. They're not going out there, you know, robbing people. They're being who they want to be. Mm-hmm. They should be respected like everybody else. I agree with you. I agree. Um, but just like people back in certain times when they thought there were witches and they were stoned or they were hanged, hung, or, you know, people who were different, they thought they knew black magic, they were hanged, they were stoned. You know, when someone is totally different than what what we call quote unquote normal in this world, you know, we, we always find a way to put them on a right and on I- a stage and, and show the world this is not how you should be. This is right. this is wrong. This, you know, they, they have feelings too. Like you right. said, they're, they're human and they're just like we are. They just have a different way of thinking and they have things in their body and ways to, ways to show people that, Hey, I, I'm just like you. I can do the same thing you do. I'm just feeling more different than you are sexually, yeah. right. you know, not only sexually, but as uh, a gender. Right. But again, who are we to sit here and say, oh, you can't love a man. Well, who are we to you know, judge? Yeah, you can't like a girl. You can't wear a wig. You know, like, if a normal man and woman have the right to live in society with respect, then why not a person who belongs to the LGBT can live in the society with the same respect? That's what I don't get. It's just nobody's business. They're not hurting anybody. Truthfully. It's not a crime. Truthfully, you know, when I was younger, though, and as you grow up in your own home and you hear these things from your parents, you know, that was very taboo thing right. to be back in the day and of course whatever you learn at home is what you bring out into your own adulthood right uh so in my household that was talked about a lot those negative names that the people were called that's what i knew yeah. you know so of course i i'm like i don't want to be gay i don't want to be around <laughs> anybody who gay but you guys no, you know what i had these some of these people were friends of mine family members and also people I've worked with, uh, worked beside. And you know what? If I didn't know, they're just like you and I. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I'm not here to judge them. But, too, with more education and then hearing their stories. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people didn't have a choice. Right. You know, someone, 
someone did something to them to make them feel a certain way and now they are who they are. Yeah. So some people just didn't have a choice in what is going on in their body sexually. Right. How do you feel about um the whole bathroom thing? How they are create this is something that I heard. I haven't really read about it, so nobody please quote me. But um they trying to create like a transgender or yeah, transgender bathroom or gay bathroom. And like in public places, like in bars and um even in school I heard one of our good friends um told me that I think her daughter, if I'm not mistaken, is in high school and that they're creating a bathroom for gay people. Really? Yeah. See, I didn't hear about that. There and to me it's almost like, okay, if you wanna if you wanna create a bathroom in the bars or in the movie theaters, whatever, we're adults, we get it. But in school, well these you know, kids don't know you know, don't don't have them that's again separating them. That's yeah. separating and I don't like that. The discrimination yes. and, and the meanness of kids and, and teenagers is you know, it's scary. Yeah, that's you know, separating we, them. If you want to do this in a public place, like at a bar, we know better, whatever. You know, at, at some point, sometimes they do that for their own safety. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But in school, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't, you know, separate these kids already. Like, they're going to feel like, oh, they're different. If you go to the bathroom, you're different. Like, you shouldn't do that. Not in school. You know, everybody should be treated equally. And when you're an adult, then you make the decision as to, you know, what group you want to fall in. That's but. true. But like I said, you know, these, these kids in school, they're very mean. And right. when when the the right eye isn't looking, they're, they're going to cause some troubles and some problems and, and hurt people just because of who they are. Yeah. You know, what if someone went around saying... Oh, uh, Brenda, we don't like you because we don't like people. We don't like women who wear braids. Right. You know, what if that was a thing? Mm-hmm. Or, or we don't like you because of the choices that you make as a person. Right. You know, we don't like your choices, and and we're gonna we're gonna um dis- discriminate against you. Mm-hmm. And call your names or bully you, you know, or make your life a living hell. You know, that's that's not fun. Here's a fun fact that I read. Um, I read that poor parenting links to increased cases of lesbian and gays. Now, I'm going to let you answer that because you're a parent and I'm not. I totally disagree. But what I do, too. Yeah. I think to me, I was just like, what? Poor no. parenting? I don't think that's What, what does case. parenting have to do yeah. with someone's sexuality? Probably because they said poor parenting as far as like you're not really like educating your kid you're not spending the time so they learn in the streets and what they learn in the street might be you know guys kiss guys you know girls kiss girls and you know you can do this you can do that so i think that's what they probably meant by that i just put it on i, mean, I never heard of that back of but my at head, the end of the day you're gonna make choices you are who you are i feel you, like you're, you, born you're gonna be way. able to make choices yeah. that are you know right for you and if that's the choice you want to make there's nobody making you Go out there and do, you know, lesbian, gay, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, transsexual things. These are things that are in your own mind, you know. But like I said, back to uh, people not having those choices, though, you know, people who have been molested or people who have been raped, 
You know, mm-hmm. sometimes that causes you to to be a certain way. Or, or even to, a woman that has been like cheated on so many times by men. Now they don't even want to deal with you know, I agree. different sex. They just want to deal with I a agree. woman. I agree. Know, I know a couple women like that. Yeah. They don't want to deal with a man and they have children. Right. You know, even men who are on the down low, they've, they've been in a marriage had children just to hide who they were, but they're really actually gay. Right. You know, on the down low. Yeah. And you should be you should be allowed to marry whoever you want to marry. Whatever makes you happy. Whatever at the end of the day, yeah. whatever makes you happy, whatever makes your boat float. Right, you're not hurting anybody. But on a positive note, I do feel like, you know, America is trying to be more acceptance to that in a, as a whole. I, I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you think all um, nationalities are in agreement with this thing? I mean, in, in certain cultures, yeah. you know, you're, you're bashed really bad about those kind of decisions you make. So right. do you think there's any certain nationality or race that yes. really... I think, well, not with the Spanish, not with the Blacks. I feel like we're very open and um, just more accepting. I think with um, different culture, not all, but like Indians or Muslims or um, like um, Do you think religion plays a a big... Religion is like one of the, yeah, Mm -hmm. main things that would um, alter any, you know decision or any shame from like the parents if the kid you know is gay or lesbian or queer or just different whatever mm-hmm. but i would say religion and um their culture too but spanish culture is so like that i can remember that i grew up like i said i grew up with a sister that's a lesbian and my mom was never like when she found out that my sister was a lesbian she didn't feel any type of way. She was, you know, she was like a little emotional about it. Mm-hmm. And this was like a long, long time ago. But how old is your sister now? 37. So has this been like a lifelong thing for her? Yeah, she was born that way. Plain and simple. She was definitely born that way. And my mom found out and she was, you know, she, my mom took it fine. Like she, and she, to this day, she says it. How old was she when she came out? When she came out the closet, how we like so, <laughs> um, she was in high school. She was in high school, and I remember her having like, a little boyfriends, quote unquote, in junior high, no, early high school. But it was never because she never liked them. Like she, ne- she didn't even want to kiss them. She didn't even want to hold their hands. She just did it because they used to take her out to the movies. I hope my sister. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she She's wanted a free know, date. Yeah, get a free date, get gummy bears and popcorn, and you know, she wanted to go out, but. You know, um, when she decided to come out the closet, which was, I think, in her senior year in high school, um, you know, we accepted her with open arms. Because at the end of the day, who cares? You know, my mom was just like a little surprised, but she, so this day she says it. I wouldn't have it any other way. So do you think anybody else in the family felt like she was infringing on their beliefs? No, we we are Catholic, but we're not super religious. Like we're not like you know, when we go to church and then we're like drink a Corona when we get home. Like we're not you know super religious or anything. That's the at least that's the good part where we're not frowning upon anybody. And like I said, I have, I have like three gay cousins, 
Mm-hmm. My sister's a lesbian and like a questionable bisexual. And I say questionable because I, I don't think, you know, it's, you know, that that person is sure of her bisexuality. But, um, so I grew up around that all the time and we're just so accepting to that, you know, mm-hmm. that it wasn't, it wasn't a bit of a shocker. It was just like, okay, you know, this is a lesbian. Okay, let's move on. You know, it wasn't that big of a deal. And even my family in PR, um, was totally acceptance to them and they're a little bit more stuck back in the days like with their thought process mm-hmm. but they were accepting so she's a good she's a, she was a good child anyway so how could you not you know what do you feel about those people who really um look down on uh they're ignorant and they're, they're, they're ignorant and they're close-minded you know i i hate the fact that they say oh all you need is you know god or they need God or, you know, slap, you know, slap the gayness out of them. That's being ignorant. Mm-hmm. That's being very ignorant mm-hmm. about that, you know. Um, so what? Like I said, they're not hurting anybody. They well, should be included in every group. We should be. But then again, the world we live in. The, I was going to say, the world know? we live in is accepting to things they want to be accepting to. And these people just like I said before, are just like us. They yeah. just have a different uh, sexual orientation. And a lot of people, you know, were saying that with the Dave Chappelle show, how he came down on the LGBTQ um, rule. Oh, one of his comedy shows? Yeah, yeah, that he was saying all that they're super sensitive and stuff. I agree with him. However, I think they are in their rights to feel that way. I think if they want to take offense to... Um, what he said, they are in their rights because they these people have suffered a lot. There has been a lot of a lot of abuse in, in a lot of countries that we don't even know. You know, things that probably don't even make it to the paper, don't even get talked about. You know, in the news, they've gone through a lot. They go through a lot daily, accepting themselves. Never mind, you know, society accepting them. So, so, so for people to think that they're being very insensitive about that, I don't think that's fair. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's fair. Like, you know, let you be in the in them shoes and let me know. Every day is a struggle for them. Not all of them, but every day is a struggle for them. You know, especially, like I said, the transgender. Every day is a struggle for them because they feel like they feel different, you know, and mm-hmm. they get looked at different. Yeah, for lack of a better word, I, I've met a lot of people on different facets of their sexuality as gay, lesbian, or transgender or queer and the difference the difference is how they want to be viewed by Uh others Mm -hmm. you know if you're a questioning if you're questioning your sexuality you don't want to be called gay or bisexual because you're still really not sure of who you are or who you want to be sexually yeah and also those negative terms people use for gay people or lesbians. Or like faggot. Faggot. Um, mm. Bull dagger. Uh, <laughs> you know, those type of names back. Mm. I, I remember hearing those growing up. And I thought that was such an ugly word. It faggot is. is like a swear word. Yeah, it is. It, it's just a, a, a ugly it's an thing. Insult. To call. Yeah, a very, very much so. Yeah, it's an insult. Very much so. We should definitely like you know, be more open-minded about 
how they want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Treat them how they want to be treated, not how you think they, you know, they should be treated. Mm-hmm. Well, just like us, they they got to work. They got to live somewhere. They got to eat. They got to go grocery shopping. They got to pay bills just like we do. Mm-hmm. So they're not exempt from that. And it sucks that society separates them. But like I said, I feel like they separate themselves as well, you know, because they feel accepted when they are in that group, you mm-hmm. know, in the gay club or in their gay parade. And, you know, and I'm happy to see them, you know, doing that sometimes because they want to be themselves. They're celebrating who they are. They're yeah. celebrating who they are. They it's okay. Oh, it's yeah. okay because every, every person in this world wants to be celebrated some way, shape or form. Right. And, and proud. And proud of who right, they are. Right, Have to be proud of who you are to be a success mm-hmm. in this world anyway, even if it's on your own terms. Mm-hmm. And treat them with full respect. That's my biggest thing, respect, mm-hmm. you know? All right, so about this subject, Diane, I think we're going to be closing it up for everybody. Yes, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, stay safe, stay true to yourself, and be happy no matter what you do in life. Bye-bye. Welcome to our podcast where we talk about sexuality. Brenda and I are here to shed some light on so many topics of sexuality because we feel it's not talked about enough. Podcast 107. Can bad sex break a relationship? Brenda, I had to think about it because my initial reaction was going to be like, hell yeah. But I, I, the more I thought about it, the more I changed my outlook. Just because I feel like sometimes you need to learn your partner. So I think it depends. It all depends. But... Bad sex definitely could break a relationship, no matter what else is going on. Hey, I don't Diane. know. Thanks for introducing me. Well, here's my take on it. Can bad sex make or break a relationship? Certain situations, certain maturity, uh, certain people, how they... How their take on sex is and how important it is in the relationship. So you feel like sometimes it could be like um, where you are in life. Yes. If you're like an older person and you don't really care, like sex is not really like, the you know what I mean? I'm not saying just because you're older that you're going to be more thoughtful on it. Some people never grow up. (laughs) I'm I'm serious. Or or, or get past that sexual prowess inside of them where they're going to be they they be like oh it got to be the bomb sex all the oh, time every all the time, time. And yeah he got to be a certain size or i ain't trying to mess with that uh, <laughs> for real it is it's it's a it's a decision just like everything in life yeah it's a decision that you make or you love your partner and you have a conversation with your partner yeah. about it, you know, and we as women, I feel we get the short end of the stick because a hole is a hole, you know, and men going or the hole, <laughs> the men, the men are going to go for sometimes anything that they can stick their thing in. Yeah. You know, yeah. As, as we know, uh, as I've experienced so, I have asked certain guys 
in another time and part in my life about what it is they feel when they're having sex with certain women. And these were some of the answers I got. One guy said, yes, it's important about how the sex is going with the woman. Yeah. How how she feels, how she smells, oh, and yeah. how she responds right. to him turning her on. Mm-hmm. That's very that is very important to a real man. Yeah. You know, grown uh grown men do different things than young men and young boys. They out there just trying to sow their oats. So it kind of <laughs> really ain't gonna matter yeah. to them as long as they get in it. Right. However, if you're in a, a committed relationship and if you are in a marriage and at first, of course, maybe the sex is going to be great. And then down the road, as you get so used to this person, it's like a humdrum thing. And if you're not adding spice to your life, to mm-hmm. your sexual life, then it's like, uh, get it over with right now. Just yeah. Do it and get it over with. Some people have the respect, though, to talk about these things. Because sometimes, as we get older, women, as we know, you know, we shrink, we get dry, um, or or we we feel unattractive, menopause. We get fat, yeah. We start sweating, we have hot flashes. Yeah. Different things are happening. We don't feel sexy no more. Right. Yeah. Different things happen to our body where... We just don't want to be bothered. Right. Men too. You know, I'm not just saying women feel this way. Men too get into a certain stage where they might have erectile dysfunction. Right. Where they're not uh, getting as erect as they used to. Right. You know, and that's making making the sex not feel so sexy per se. Mm-hmm. So... Again, I feel like it's the maturity of the people, the stage in your life, and just what you want out of life. And, you know, sometimes men and women, we go through this um, midlife crisis where I got to feel young again. This, that <laughs> they start young. piercing their ear, their, their nose. Yeah, their and, and, and sexual parts of their bodies yeah, and nipples like, and other parts of their you body. You stop with your old ass, right? <laughs> so I say... I say men and women, mm-hmm. we have to work on just being being open and just being clear, concise, and vulnerable. Vulnerable does not mean that you're being weak or that you're telling something that you don't want to tell. Being vulnerable about things is just opening up. Yes. Opening up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And just being... In a place where you can say what you're feeling. Right. Babe, you know, I think over the past five years, we have not been as sexual or as sexy in the bedroom Mm -hmm. as we can be. Can we try new things? Can we get... Or sometimes uh, people, like, they don't want to put 100% no more. So, like, the foreplay stops, you know? The whole arousing, the whole, you know, uh, let me play dress up, all that. It becomes very vanilla, you know. It's just like, okay, turn around, let me get this nut off. You know, it's it's not, and that's okay if it's like, you know, quickie in the morning or in the shower because the kids are, you know, knocking on the door. But that cannot be all the time, you know, because then that fire that was there, it's going to start dying out. It's going to start dying out. To me, if I was to be like, in love with someone 
like emotionally and mentally. But if the sex sucks, <laughs> <laughs> I would give that person a fair chance to um, fix these things. You know, what's going on? You know, I would want to so, get. So what yeah. are you saying that the sex ends up being sucky or it is sucky at the beginning? Oh, yeah. No, at the beginning. Like, let's say I really like a person. I meet them. Um, everything is going so well mentally. I'm so attracted to this person physically. Everything is there. I mean, everything. Good kisser. Um, likes to splurge on me. I love that. So, and the sex is like, even if the sex is mediocre, I would have to sit, I would, I would sit down with that person. So, to me, it all depends on how special this person is. And important. And then I would sit down like, hey, listen, you know, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Obviously, I'm not, you know, being aroused or not coming or I'm not feeling a certain type of way because I need X, Y, and Z. Are you okay doing these things in the bedroom to turn me on so that I could perform? And I, I feel like I would give it a fair chance. Um, I will work with that person. But if some people, they just don't do certain things or they're just like, don't want to do this, don't want to participate in that, then that's when I will have to definitely make... What do you call that? A decision. What do you mean? What do you call what? Like, you know, when people don't want to try certain things. Like, Is there a particular... Are they frigid? <laughs> yeah, they're just... To me, they're just plain old boring wax, you know, like... I don't... They don't want to have fun in the bedroom. No. <laughs> that's not going to work for me. So, I think my decision would be I'm going to have to... And this because I'm gonna I'm gonna play. What about you. sex therapy? Well, that comes. I think that sex therapy will come if we're married, and all of a sudden, you know, the sex takes a hit. Mm. You know, then I can understand that. Mm -hmm. But for me, for for if I just met you and we've been to like talking for like six seven months, mm -hmm. and for me to analyze, you know, what's going on in the relationship, and if I feel like the sex, because to me, bad sex is a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and negotiate. That just not. It to me, sex is the core of a relationship. That is another. That is another part of me that I like to embrace with my partner. And if it sucks, and you're not willing to do these things that I want, then it's been great. But you're not the one because I'm gonna play you. I'm gonna step out. Mm. I'm gonna step out because I'm gonna need. I'm gonna find in another person what you're not giving me. Mm. So, what if this person is satisfying you um, mentally? You know, yeah. Psychologically, we we. So take... then that shouldn't be a problem. Then in the bed, if you if you can like stimulate my mind, yeah. Then you should be able to do a phenomenal job in the bed. You know, but I want it all. Like I want everything that I feel like I need in in the bedroom. If you start like, with like, oh, I don't suck toes or, you know, <laughs> I don't, you don't eat out. Like, I, I'm sorry, but like, bye. You know, like you're supposed to love everything of me. <laughs> Every single crevice. If you don't, I feel like then it's, you know, it's it's been fun. Like if you start like, oh, I don't do this because, you know. What about experimenting? Yeah, I'm down for, I'm down down for, for all that. that. As long and... as it, uh, of course, as long as it's between him and I, um. You know, I'm all in. Anything that has to do with him and I, I would <laughs> do it in an airplane. I don't care, mm -hmm. but just him and I exclusively, you mm -hmm. know. 
Um, but when people, you know, start having like, I, I don't do this, I don't do that, this ain't gonna work because I feel like my sexual drive is insane. And mm-hmm. if you can't match my energy, then you gotta go. Okay, yeah, that's important too. Mm-hmm. You're at a certain age and stage in your life, mm-hmm. you know, and as well as myself, I'm at a certain stage and age where mentally you, you, you have to stimulate me mentally. Personally. I have to, yes, mm-hmm. I have to be able to like your conversation, like what you're all about. Yeah. And I, I think I said it somewhere else, too, that I'm not looking at the physical part first. Because the phys, you know, the physical part is as long as you're walking, you got two legs, two arms, a head, and a body, and some feet. Yeah. You okay? You know, I'm not looking for you to be a certain size, or, you know, I'm not being specific where oh he he has to have like a mole on this side, and then you know his uh when he walks Penis his has to like dangle like right yeah i'm not looking at that yeah. i'm not looking at that that yeah. bulge in your pants that's not what i'm all about right that was like early 20s for me yeah i'm not i'm not all about that because again if someone is stimulating you mentally to me that's sexy that is yeah that is so sexy and and, and it turns me on and that and that would just tell you more or less that you know he's gonna do his thing in bed like Mm -hmm. he's a performer like to me i like from my experience um or someone that asks questions well what do you like right you know how does this make you feel mm -hmm. what do you feel about doing this right as long as you can be open too because sometimes when you when you feel like you can't be open with the opposite sex or whoever somebody you like you you're not being fulfilled that way right. because you you're afraid to say something you're afraid to say well this satisfies me or this doesn't satisfy yeah. me and you're just letting things go on forever and ever and ever so one day you're like you know what i don't like this anymore you whack yeah or, yeah this yeah. is whack and i'm going i'm going to the left and that's not fair right to the other partner that's not fair i think that you know, stacks need to be talked about early on as far as like what are your expectations and what are my expectations when it comes, you know, to that. It, I feel like it should first happen a couple of times before you talk about it. Now, <laughs> we're going to go back a little bit. Uh-huh. We're going to go back a little bit. And um, back in, in like my 30s, my late 30s. Just a little 40s, bit. 40s, yeah. <laughs> um, I I was dating this guy and... He was whack. He was whack. <laughs> he was whack and I didn't know how to tell him, you know, because he was a nice guy. And that's where we women, too, always feel like, oh, he's such a nice guy. I can't tell him, you know. No, but then, you know, it, it just got worse. It didn't get any better. I'm like, I can't and I don't know how, but he's treating me nice. But it was just whack and I wasn't being satisfied. Right. You know, and, you know, after a while, yes, it ended. It did end. On something else, it had nothing to do with the sex, but eventually right. it would have it would have ended because of that. Because I just didn't know how to bring it out and and talk about it. So then, right at that in, in your thirties, you did you did believe that bad sex 
could break a relationship. I did then. Yes, Do I you did. think that right now that you're a little bit more mature? I'm not that I'm mature. I don't think it's good or bad sex. I think it's equal or unequal sex. Okay. If you if you can talk about it and I like that. Let somebody know about Good. your body because it changes over time. Yeah. Same thing I like back then. they could be then. thinking that they doing, you know, everything they, they Yeah, you sometimes <laughs> with with men, you yeah. got to you got to guide them yeah. into knowing what satisfies you. Everybody as well that. as men. Mm-hmm. They're not as easy as we think they are. Right. You know. Right. Sometimes simple things do satisfy them, but them too. They too have a hard time distinguishing and um Getting across to a woman or to their woman how they want to feel. Right. You know, I just, I feel like everything is a conversation. That's how I feel about it. Uh, Now, you're right. I I don't think it's bad sex. But, okay, you don't think it's bad sex. You just feel like it's unequal. I like that. Mm -hmm. But let's say you're crazy over someone and, you know, you you figure out that, you know, the sex is just bad. It's not going to get any better. It's just bad. What do you do? Ooh. Well, again, it got to be some communication in there. It ain't going to get any better. (laughs) And if it ain't going to get better, I mean, if I really like this person, if I really like them, we got to do something. Something got to be done because I'm telling you, bad sex is just, it's not bad. It's equal and unequal. Yeah. I don't think it's bad sex. I think it's um, unconscious th- doing things that's unconsiderate. Like, you got to be considerate in what you're giving the next person. So, it got to be some consideration. There is no bad sex unless you just, you know, someone that just like to bang, bang, and then get it over with. Mm-hmm. Without considering what the other person is feeling. Right. So, you got to be... In a relationship with the person, be able to conversate and 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 get things across to each other that that's hard. Sometimes that's a hard conversation. It is, yeah. Because one person may be embarrassed. Right. But everything can be talked about. Some things now, as we know medically, that there's a pill for everything. Right. Or there's some exercises for everything. There's some natural herbs and and drinks that you can do there's uh things that you can do together yoga stretches go to the gym swim do something together that's going to stimulate both of you right that you agree on right you know it don't have to be about sex it really don't because if you really like someone and they come in a room and you feeling butterflies that's that's leading to the to that night. Yeah. Or you talk to a person and they're telling you things you want to hear or you playing with each other all day and you know uh just being able to know that you're going to be with this person you're like at the end of your work day and that y'all can share your day and 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 just talk about things that are important to you. So you be would say, intimate. So you would say it's it's secondary. Yeah, that's secondary secondary for me. It's not important that, again, I don't think it's bad sex. It's equal and unequal. Okay. Now, what is, well, since you don't think it's bad sex, uh, my next question before closing was going to be, what's considered bad sex? 
Because I could go on someone, for that whatever. Yeah, someone who isn't considerate and it's just one-sided. Yeah. It's like a seesaw. Or a person with like limitations. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't do this, I don't do that, I don't do this, I don't do that. You know, Well, like, again, you need to know this from the beginning. Bebe ja. Yeah. <laughs> you got to know it from the beginning. Yeah. I mean, I will get to the bottom of it quick, you mm-hmm. know, once I, I know that, you know, there's limitations. To me, that's that's... To me, that's bad sex because, you know, good sex is, you know, to me, sex is another form of communication. And if that's happening, fantastic. But when a person starts having limitations in bed, then that's really like putting a bummer in our in our communication, you know. So to me, it's just I'm not well, going for it. Naturally. A lot of things dwindle down. And if you're just being satisfied with holding each other or holding hands, at the end of the night, if that's satisfying to you, that's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad I at think all. I'll get there when I'm 65. Yeah, but I know right now you're a sexual yeah. being and it matters to you. Yeah, it, it really does. don't matter to me. It does yeah. not matter to me. Although, don't get me wrong. It's yes, important. It's important. But it's not the first thing that I think about that will break up a relationship. Make or break? Mm-mm. I think eventually it'll do it for me. Yeah. I think eventually it'll do it for me. I'll try to work something out. But I think eventually it, it'll do it for me. I, I'm just not going for it right now. I think it, well, when what I do turn, you consider bad sex? Limitations. If people that start saying, I don't do this, I don't do that, I don't do this, I don't do that. Um, not being a freak in bed. Mm-hmm. Um you know being selfish um like not having stamina um i don't want to tune in a man you know like i need i need somebody that's also that's very passionate if you're not passionate if you're not kissing if you're not you know becoming one to me that's bad sex you don't have sex. That's why I don't sleep around. I don't have sex with everybody because I can give, you know, all that to just anybody. But that's what I look for in, when I have sex with someone. I look for, like, that passion, that connection, you know. That, can, that comes without sex. Yeah, no, but I'm still going about, like, coming and stuff, you know. Everything Having that big old, <laughs> big that old big orgy. Old, yeah, the so, big orgasm. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Well, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna cut it off right here. But I'm gonna say one more thing about yeah, orgasms. Yeah, go for it. So <laughs> sometimes you don't have to have intercourse to have an orgasm. Okay. okay? <laughs> so remember that, ladies. Uh, okay, I'll take you, that. I'll you, take notes you wanna, on that one. You wanna learn something about that? Give me a call because I ain't good. To say. Not going to tell everybody on this podcast. But anyway, thank you, Diane. And people out there, stay safe, as always. Oh, my God, yes. Especially the holidays. Like, it's crazy out here. I'm done with my Christmas shopping, so I'm glad I got that out of the way. Whoever I miss, sorry, I'll get you next year. (laughs) (laughs) Times is hard. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, stay safe, stay true to yourself, and be happy no matter what you do in life. Until next time.